0: but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu.
2: Thinking
0: Sideways is not brought to you by a mongoose playing the ukulele. Instead, it's supported by the generous donations of our listeners on Patreon. Visit patreon.com/thinkingsideways to learn more. And thanks.
1: Thinking Sideways.
2: I don't understand. Does not
1: come go- of things we simply don't know the answer
2: to. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways, the podcast. I am Devin, joined as always by
0: Joe and Steve.
2: We're going to talk about a mystery today. Uh, unlike most days,
0: <laughs>
2: we're going to talk about the story of Andrew Gosden, who's a missing teenager. Well, he's he he's not a teenager anymore. But um, and before we get too far into it, because I'm really good at forgetting, uh, this was a suggestion from I think Katrina or Katerina. I'm sorry, I don't know which one it is. Wow.
1: Uh,
2: but thanks for suggesting it. Both of them. Both both of them. Yeah, yeah. thanks guys. And I know we've gotten suggestions for this in between the time that she suggested it, but I didn't write any of the other names down, apparently. Ah, damn it. I know. Andrew Gosden was a normal 14-year-old guy. He was a very bright young man, described as quite the math genius, or a quiet math genius, whichever.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. He had a 100% attendance record for school.
1: Except for this one time. Wow.
2: Uh, He had won a number of national math competitions, and he was the kind of kid who would leave a note, um, Pretty much, if he just like went around the corner, I don't. Were either of you guys? Neither of you guys were kids like that, right? No. no. I was a kid like that. I oh would leave yeah. A note well, for my parents, if I left for any reason. Yeah, I
0: had to, but I, I usually had somebody at home, so it was right. easy.
2: Yeah, he was also really into heavy metal, and that's the description you'll hear about him. That's it.
1: Yeah, that's that's one of the frustrating things mm-hmm. about this case is I don't really feel like I know much about Andrew. I Agree.
2: No, know? there's there's a
0: very patent or yeah. patent... What's the word I'm trying to say? Very pat description of him uh-huh. that is out there. And it is yeah. almost verbatim, yeah. these four or five yeah. lines.
2: When, um, uh, So in the development marketing world, uh, we call that a broiler plate. Boiler? A, nope, a
0: broiler plate. Broiler plate, yes, you're right.
2: Where it, it's just, you know, three lines about this thing. Yep. That's what this is. Yes. And it's the only information that I can really find about this. Guy. I know.
1: Yeah. But that, that, yeah, I don't even know if he had friends. I mean, you think they would have. I have no idea. I would assume
2: things. so, but mm, I don't know. Probably. Oh. On the morning of Friday, September 14th, 2007, Andrew woke up a bit late and was grumpy, and his mom thought that was kind of odd. He was usually kind of awake on time and ready for school. But he got dressed in his uniform anyway, put his backpack on, and left for school with his typical bye, see you later. I'm going to pause here to apologize. I am recovering from a cold. <laughs> so if I sound a bit stuffy or weird, I, that's why. A little footy? Dr- You're <laughs> a jerk. Actually, you,
1: you <laughs> don't sound <laughs> You sound all right. I wouldn't worry about okay.
2: it. Well, to our listeners, I'm sorry. All right, back to Andrew. After his parents left for work, Andrew actually returned home. And changed out of his uniform. So he
0: skipped around the block and basically hid for yeah. a bit?
2: Yeah. I don't know what he did in that time. It, mm. it probably wasn't he went, that long. I
1: heard that he went and sat in a park for a little while. Yeah. But this What's really sad about this is that Andrew's perfect attendance record was kind of ruined by him doing this. It's true. Yeah. yeah.
0: Weird. Well, there's o- only so many years when a perfect attendance really matters. That's true. Mm. I had it as a kid. No, and you then didn't. I, oh, totally. Did you?
1: you had perfect I totally per- had school? perfect
0: attendance mm. for years in a row. I oh. Well, you know me. I don't get sick. Yeah. And I never never played hooky. And then one day, I was like,
2: yeah. I don't want to go anymore. I just
0: I don't care anymore. Yeah. And so then I would start to cut and cut. Well, and then the rest was history. Yes.
1: And yep. and that's why you're poor.
2: <laughs> okay. So uh, I, whether he went to a park or whether he just walked around the block a couple times, I actually, frankly, I don't know how we would know really what he did.
0: Mm, um. Yeah.
2: But anyway, he left the house for a little while and then he returned home. And he changed out of his uniform. He put the uh, shirt and pants in the washer like he normally did when he came home from school. Put his blazer um, hanging on the back of his chair in his room. Because he he had a school uniform. Yeah. Almost everybody in Britain has a school uniform, I think.
0: Yeah. That's a thing.
2: I think that's a thing there. Sorry. I don't mean to offend anybody if it's not. (laughs) But I think it is. So this is... He was following the typical thing that he would do when he was home from school which leads people to believe that he was trying to make it look like he had come from home from school. Right. Right. At, at the end of school. He changed into a set of clothes that was kind of what I would say was his actual uniform. You know, there are people who have <laughs> uniforms in this world. Yes. And it was a pair of jeans and a black t-shirt. Uh, it was a Slipknot t-shirt. Slipknot he was, the band? Yeah, the band. The band yes. cause he was really, really into Slipknot. He took his bag with him and left and uh, never returned home. Yeah, so that's our mystery.
1: Yeah. Where he went. Did he take his passport?
2: No, not as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, His parents reported that none of his clothes were missing, other than the jeans and t-shirt that he had worn, as well as it looked like his charger... He took his PSP with him, his portable PlayStation with him, but it looked like he had left the charger there. So the that is meant... That's, that bit of the storytelling is meant to infer that he didn't pack an overnight bag, although... And we'll talk about this a little more when we get into the theories, which I know is everyone's favorite thing to hear from us, but I don't know that parents would necessarily notice if you had grabbed a couple extra Slipknot shirts that I was going to say
0: yeah, or yeah.
2: yeah. another pair of jeans.
0: There was a bag and the bag looked like it wasn't empty. Yeah, it wasn't stuffed full, No, certainly. No, it's not like he put all his worldly possessions into one bag, yeah. but it did look like... Like there was stuff in it, yeah. and yeah. mom and dad don't know yeah. what you have exactly. Although,
2: although if I was taking a PSP with me, I would probably take the charger. Yeah, because those those chargers are expensive. They're like iPhone chargers, so it's not as though a fourteen year old boy is necessarily going to have backups of that. Although maybe he did, and uh-huh. they just didn't know. Who
1: knows? Maybe. I don't think that he thought about it. Yeah, he could have just forgot.
2: Yeah. So it wasn't until Andrew's mom asked his sister Charlotte, who's also often referred to as Charlie. Uh, to call him for dinner, that they realized he was missing. So, you know, since I mentioned, it seemed like he had just come home from school and you know was in his room. Oh, so did, did I? I think he closed the door. That oh, was going to ask. I, had. Is that, I again, it's never because, explicitly said. But I was going to say, say yeah, we don't know.
0: Is he the kid that just always went upstairs right after school, dropped his clothes, and shut the door? Seems like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So his mom and dad and sister started calling around to his friends. So he did have friends. Apparently. We never hear from them. Uh, and it sounds like uh, they realized at that point that he hadn't actually been to school that day, which of course was very odd for him. Uh, and they called the police immediately and reported him missing, which I guess you can do. In in the States, I don't think, I don't know what hour? the age no, is. No, actually for a minor, I don't think it's 24 I don't know what the, Yeah. I don't know what the time limit is there. It wasn't until the following Tuesday that any leads emerged about where Andrew might have gone. An employee at the railway, um, an employee of the railway, came forward and said that she remembered selling a ticket to Andrew, uh, to King's Cross Station. And in,
1: she, in London, right? In
2: London, yeah. And she remembered him for two reasons. One was that she thought that he was maybe a bit young to be going to London alone.
0: Because he... Though, he actually
2: looked like he was probably about 12.
0: Yeah, he's 14,
1: but
2: he... Yeah, he, he looked had... young for his age. And he was yeah. pretty
1: short, too, yeah. right, for his age. He
2: was 5'3". three.
1: yeah. Yeah, so... so you're, you're 5'3", right?
2: I'm smaller than 5'3", but not by much. So oh, okay. he was about my size, which, you know, for a 13-year-old boy, boys get tall at different ages, so mm. it's not as though he would have maybe been short his whole life, but... But he wasn't a big kid He wasn't kid a in big general. kid, and he did look very young. Yes, he was yeah. baby-faced. He did have a baby face, yeah. Uh, the other reason that the railway worker remembered andrew was because she had mentioned that a round trip ticket uh fr- back from london would actually just be 50 pence more um but he said that he just wanted the one-way ticket
1: only 50 pence because i mean the one-way ticket was something ridiculous like right like 60 pounds or 50 pounds or uh you know like what
2: actually we don't have a number on that um we have some inferences on how much it might have cost but i don't know that i've ever seen anywhere explicitly said
0: because the rates change yeah
2: and the again, rates are variable and we'll talk and about this seven... all in
0: the actually it's nine years now
2: yeah so we'll talk about all of this in the in the theories as well and as to also as to why maybe he would have declined that offer his path to the train station became um pretty clear actually he had walked from his home in um doncaster um to the railway station also in doncaster and it's about a 20-minute walk, which figures pretty solidly into the timeline of the events in the morning. Um, and he actually stopped on the way at an ATM and took out 200 pounds of his out of his savings account. And that there's obviously a transaction, uh, receipt for that transaction. Right. So they were able to find that out through the bank that he did, in fact, do that. And reports differ on this, if that actually drained his savings account or if it was just... 200 pounds out of his savings account on the website that his parents run it says that he drained his account but in other fairly credible retellings of the story that i would say it said that he just took 200 pounds out of his account
1: that Uh, might have been that it was nearly drawing
2: well, I yeah. mean, he,
0: he did withdraw 200 pounds, whether he drained it or not. And right. that may be why it's stated that way. I don't know.
2: Yeah. So I guess for me, it it's just a small clarification that I wish we had. Yep. There's um, a lot of them. I guess I'm, I'm willing to say that if his parents' website says it drained his account, then it drained his account. But then that brings up more questions to me about some other stuff we found out later. Either way, there was a woman on the train who came forward. Much later, I think like a month later And said that she recalled him being on the train Quietly playing his Playstation 2 Around uh, 9.35am on the train um, From Doncaster To London that morning
1: And Doncaster is what, about 80, 100 miles from London? Something like that? It's
2: about an hour and a half long train Train ride ride.
1: It's about a three hour Car drive Yeah. Uh, okay
2: So all of the times I should I should just stop to say that up until we lose track of Andrew, all of the times of what happened up until then totally match up. There's not a question in anyone's mind that this isn't what happened because it's all exactly the times are always it stitches together. Yeah, it's seamless. So 27 days later, investigators were finally able to find three frames of Andrew at King's Cross at 1120 a.m., which is when that train arrived in London on September 14th, um, and he was leaving the station. All of the other CCTV from the area had been wiped by that point, um, and it's the last confirmed sighting of andrew like ever
0: and it was white because nobody maintains that kind of record indefinitely they have to cycle yeah. it was white. through the tape yeah
2: and i'm actually was just gonna talk about a few other things before that but we can just talk about that right now um the cctv in london has an automatic 30-day data override mm-hmm. they obviously don't publicize when this happens um, well, I don't think I think day. it happens
1: every day. Yeah, right. So,
2: but it's not clear to me. I believe that's the case, but in some of the tellings, people seem to be under the impression that every 30 days it just wipes the last 30 days. That's the no. dumbest over. thing I've ever
1: no, heard. Yeah, I know, Thank that's you ridiculous. for quoting me. Because <laughs> yeah, now, there are people out there. There are people out there who, who say stuff on the internet. It's like, <laughs> how did how did Andrew know that they were that's about exactly to delete it, all that stuff? Right. Oh, yeah. He's a people smart are kid, like, but... oh, he
2: timed it. That was what I was going to bring up. Is that you'll see in in a lot of stuff on the internet that oh, yeah. that somebody says um oh yeah he timed it perfectly so that the he knew that the tapes were gonna be deleted just that day so it's
1: right after it was he walked by, somebody
0: that doesn't understand how data is recorded and yeah. stored yeah
2: well so the only thing i guess that's a little frustrating is that they did discover those three frames 30 or 27 days later which would have given them three days to say hey everybody with cctv footage from around this area we need to see it now.
0: Well, they might not have discovered the footage. They may have gotten the footage and then had to comb through it. And by the time they combed through it and found him, it had already passed 30 days. In other words, yes. on the 27th day, they pulled, they got all the footage. And then yeah. when they'd gotten the chance to finally go through it all and figured out he was there, sure. several days had passed and it was too late.
2: Yeah, the, the the way that I always read it is that on the 27th day, they found these three frames. So, you know, to me, again, it's one of the tiny little frustrating things about this case that it's like, well, come on, guys. Just,
1: it would have been on. nice if they preserved it would have some been, of that. At it least, would have
2: probably solved a lot of this stuff. Yeah,
1: if, they, if, they, if, they, if they'd at least preserved something for, say, or even a couple hundred yards around the station, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that would be, that would have been nice. Well, I but, guess
2: I guess the question really for me is that it only took them three days to find out that Andrew was headed to King's Cross. So why weren't they immediately saying, oh, there's a lot of CCTV around there. We should probably look at it. Three yeah. days later, when there's definitely no chance of it ever having been wiped.
0: Well no when did the uh, when did the rail employee come forward
2: 3 days later the tuesday she after she was he the first okay
0: yeah
1: yeah so that would have been you yeah, know probably would have been Pretty time helpful. To go in there and, yeah. Yeah.
0: but i don't what i okay i know that london is one of the most surveilled cities out there and but i don't know that all of the cctv systems are operated by the same organizations they may have different time frames for how long they keep their data you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. one group may say, we only keep a week's worth, that's and true. then we start recycling.
2: Yeah. Well, so even rail three station, days later. rail
0: real station might have been the one who said, well, we keep it long term, and that's the only way they dug it up.
2: Yeah. I, mean, although, I don't you know. know. For me, again, it's the three days. And why why at three entirely. days did they not just say, hey, everyone, this <laughs> might be helpful. <laughs>
1: Preserve that. So, yeah. you know, there was a guy on one webpage, I, I suspect he was British, he said... So with all these all these Orwellian cameras all over the place, they still can't get any useful information out of it. Why do we have this crap?
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean that's <laughs> that's, that's yeah. such a good point. Yeah, up. yeah. Uh, most people say, and I've never been at King's Cross Station, and I don't have a good sense of where. Uh, these three frames are taking place or anything like that but they say that it vaguely looks like andrew's headed to the area where you would pick up a taxi out of king's cross but also taxis go on the street so it's also possible he was just exiting to the street
0: well as you say tube stations always just spill right out onto the street so i I, it's hard to draw much from
2: absolutely yeah but you'll see that um around and it does kind of pertain to some of the theories that are out there there are some oddities in this case and we're just going to bullet point them out because they think that's the easiest way to approach them uh one of them was the cctv that we've already covered another one is that andrew had about a hundred pounds in cash that he'd been given for various holidays that was found left in his room so for me that's kind of a big question mark especially if he withdrew all of the money from his savings account
1: Mm. why
2: wouldn't you Take that extra hundred pounds.
1: Well, I think that it, it does. If you sort needed of,
2: all of the money you could possibly get your hands on, yeah,
1: it does kind of shoot a hole in the theory that the, he left to start a new life theory. You know? yeah, that would I that mean, would
2: be silly. That and, you would only do it with two hundred pounds. If you could have three hundred pounds, why yeah,
1: not? Yeah. I don't. And I don't mean to give away our secret theories, but as everybody knows by now, anytime somebody disappears, that's a theory from age yeah. two upward. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, he, he he crawled off to start a new life. Uh-huh. He was only At two years, years old. old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we know that things would be, be out baby. there. baby.
2: Uh, the next kind of oddity, I guess, is that Andrew might have had a cell phone. I was never really clear on if he had a cell phone or not because I did see something saying that he never really used his phone. But I also saw a lot of stuff saying that he didn't have a cell phone. So...
0: I was looking at the stuff from the family site this morning and it said he didn't.
2: Okay, great. That's, that makes things a little easier. <laughs> um, but he he did have access to a computer. Again, I'm not clear. I think there was a computer in his room. That was the sense that I had. But again, I don't know that for sure. I guess I, I just assumed that because, I, I don't know, it's, it was 2007. That's about when kids started kind of locking themselves in their rooms and chatting to people online and things like that. Uh, but I don't know.
0: I got the impression it was a shared family, a computer, family computer, but
2: yeah, uh, that's also possible. Again, he just definitely had access to a computer for sure. The investigators did search that computer and they found nothing.
1: Oh, by the way, were there computers at school at a school that he went to?
2: Yes. I but was, they also searched those.
1: Oh, they didn't. But also, I believe. And now I know. I know that public libraries, here, at least here in the states, all have lots uh-huh. of computers. So, yeah, I mean it's tricky
2: because in two thousand seven, I mean computers were pretty prevalent, but still not. They
0: were still everywhere. I mean, they were boxes. They weren't yeah. laptops.
2: Yeah, I and and it was all like everywhere. Yeah, that's true. I have a hard time remembering 2007.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. No, there there would have been computers everywhere. Oh, yeah, no, I there know. would have been two-
2: computers everywhere. I was in college at, in 2007. Yes. Yeah, there were so, computers yes. everywhere.
0: So, but yeah. uh, to answer your question, Joe, I would imagine that there would be computers in their library, but I don't yeah. I don't know to what degree. I mean, like now, I go to the library here and they're everywhere. It's almost all computers. Oh, yeah. Ten years ago, there was three to a floor or yeah. something like that. So yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. They've gotten uh, a lot cheaper, for one thing. Yeah, yeah,
2: they have. Well, and so they the investigators said they didn't find anything. And
0: they did have their computer forensic guys, whatever you want to call that. I know they went through it. So it wasn't just yeah. some cop clicking click, through the back click. button on the browser.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, okay, so private browsing was around as early as 2005. Tor networks have been around forever. Andrew was a really bright kid, and he was a teenage boy, so it's super likely that he knew how to keep his browsing history private.
1: Well, you probably want to do that. Yeah. Even even if you have your own computer, you you probably want to do that. Yeah,
2: I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Steve looks like he's concerned about this.
0: Well, I I am. There's some things about the descriptions of Andrew in general that I think twist this story. And so I'm really concerned when you say it's super likely that he knew how to do that. He may have. He may not have. I mean, it's it's a 50-50 split. Sure. I mean, he's an, I, I he just, was an intelligent kid. I guess I'm kid. saying
2: that, like, in the scope of 14-year-olds in this world, he is on the the much more likely spectrum of knowing how to do things like that than, say, I don't know, a 14-year-old girl in suburban Midwest. I don't think that's true, actually. That is dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I I'm wouldn't have it, but
0: I don't want to I don't want to cast it as he was a, a computer genius. No, I don't yeah. I don't
2: want to cast it that way either, but I just he he was a smart young man. Yes, and that we actually yeah. absolutely. that
1: we actually really know nothing about. Yeah, we, <laughs> And so that's, that's, that's you know. where that's where yeah. I'm always yeah. like I
0: feel like yeah. we're walking this weird edge with sure. the, with the descriptions of him because we we've got so little
2: yeah, I, I, he's just a smart young man, and my understanding of fourteen-year-old boys and their their um, browsing habits are the something that you might want to keep from your parents. Oh yeah, so you would like. Oh yeah. figure out how to hide that pretty quick. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, when I was fourteen I didn't have any browsing habits. Uh-huh. Yeah. You
2: did actually. It was like called Free HBO or something like that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 There but, like, magazines, really yeah. You hit yeah. them under the mattress. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Play, that's yeah, gross. the yeah. like Yeah. The, the Victoria's Secret ads you get. Yeah.
1: Mm, you know, Dad's Playboys. <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> anyway. Back when so they had yes, people in them. Yeah. I I will agree with you that it may be overstating, but I will also say that he was a smart 14-year-old boy, so he probably knew. Whether it was to the extent that it could be hidden from, you know, because private browsing, there's still a record of that. You can still find stuff like that if you're a, a, a computer forensic scientist, so.
0: Can yeah. we, do you mind if at this point we go into something else, which is some of the descriptions of Andrew that I am I really have been concerned about everywhere I've read it? Well,
2: okay. Sure. Which oh, hey.
0: is that he's a math genius, Okay. Again, everything says he was good at math. I'm not, I'm not questioning his aptitude. He competed in competitions, and I think he was in the, the intermediate level, which is for kids between the ages of 12 to 15. Mm-hmm. And he did well, but that doesn't mean that he was a genius. He was good at math. But that's one of the things that I keep reading online. It's almost like, well, you remember, was it Dorothy Arnold, where you were reading Joe? And in the forums, her family was mean to her. And then it just progressively grew to pure uh cruelty.
1: It grew, yeah, yeah, to the point that that, that they're all I just can't blame. They they totally convinced themselves. And as I've read
0: stuff from the beginning and then moving towards now, his genius level math skills have grown that very same way i mean i've read stuff from his teachers who say he could do stuff re, he could do certain equations in his head and other kids couldn't do it so he obviously had a math aptitude but again that doesn't make him some kind of genius i
2: guess for He's i a would, very smart kid i guess i would say that he may have been a genius but he certainly wasn't a savant you know he wasn't a, like a prodigy he but he may have been really really good i think for me genius means like much better than children of his age Correct. Right. I would Versus agree with that. he was a genius, and he was taking college level. You know, it's not Goodwill Hunting.
1: No. Right? <laughs> no, I think. That, yeah, yeah, I don't think he was uh, particularly advanced. Right, he wasn't taking. No, like I think stuff he was just much better
2: than c- than the kids around him.
0: Yeah. So, so I, again, that's another thing I want to bring in because that's the descriptions it. have have evolved over time. I've watched. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. Uh, One of the other things you'll see a lot is that uh, he definitely wasn't being bullied, but that comes from his parents. And I'm not 100% sure that I that you can trust what parents say, yeah. not because I think that they are maliciously saying, no, he definitely wasn't being bullied, but well, because I necess- think that parents probably just might not know. Yeah,
1: he, he probably wouldn't go home and yeah. tell his parents that stuff. Yeah, and he walks also, up to his
0: locker and the bully walks by and shoves him in every class period. Yeah. He's not going to tell them that. No. It's
1: embarrassing. I yeah. saw one one Bulletin board out there where people were discussing it. There was a guy who claimed that he went to the same school, and, I remember and he was that. like a year a year ahead or behind. Uh-huh. He said, and he said he was not aware of actually any 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 bullying. He said that he said that Andrew was not one of the cool kids, so he did catch a little bit of crap, but yeah. not. But he said it wasn't really bad. Yeah, it wasn't
2: well, yeah. but you never know how kids are gonna react to stuff like that. You know, it's really easy as a teenager to as a preteen or a teenager to build things like that really out of proportion. Mm-hmm. All the, and you know, that's not to say that that's what was happening. It's not to say that he was absolutely being bullied, but also it's to say that take it with a grain of salt. When his parents say, absolutely. There's no chance that he was even remotely being bullied. Cause I don't know. He probably was a little bit. <laughs> Every
0: kid gets bullied kid to kid some degree. It happened, yeah, yeah. It does happen. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Andrew um, had a very, very heavy prescription in his glasses as though like, like, he was almost blind without his glasses.
1: Like Coke bottle glasses. Yeah,
2: so he needed his glasses or at least contacts, but he would have had to have gotten contacts because he never had contacts in his life. Uh, he also had a very unique ear. Did you guys... You guys looked at pictures oh, of yeah, this, right? yeah. It's very yeah. interesting. Uh, they describe it as a double ridge on his right ear, and I, I can't really describe it.
0: I don't know how to describe it either.
2: I just look it up. Yes. Literally, if you Google double ridge ear pictures of his ear will come up first. It's how, the uh, first ones.
1: How, uh, how often does that happen? Is that-
2: it's incredibly rare. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really, really rare. And a lot of people seem to leave that out in the tellings and descriptions of him. So people think, oh, he was a 14-year-old boy. He could disappear to anywhere. Not mentioning that there's there's very distinct feature on him.
0: The well, ears are also really hard to identify by. But... It's not like you can see that on somebody 20 yards away.
1: Well, didn't he wear his hair kind of long? Yeah, absolutely. to cover the ears. I
2: just mean yeah, it'd be hard for him to be carrying on a totally new life with nobody having noticed. Oh, hey, this guy has a weird ear. Oh, I have heard there was a boy that was missing that has a weird ear, too. Maybe. It's worth mentioning. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. The
0: ears. yeah, it's definitely unique.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, you know, if you uh, happen to spot a guy, how old would he be now? He'd be about... Um, he would be 23. 20- 23. 23?
2: 23.
1: Yeah, if you spot a guy with a funny ear anywhere in the world, because you know, he knows he could be anywhere if he's yeah. still alive, let us know. Don't tell the police.
2: Don't tell us. Tell yeah. us, not the police. Yeah, yeah exactly. Next up in the weirdness category a ticket from Doncaster to London isn't cheap right now it's anywhere from 65 to 100 pounds from yeah. what I could gather is likely about 10 percent cheaper I think that's what the kind of inflation has been calculated at but still that's a lot of money and uh because of the time that Andrew was on the train it would have been considered peak hours high so,
0: commuter uh, time
2: so they actually they call it super peak hours <gasps> or super off peak hours that's a thing <laughs> I went to the train website and I, I like really thought that there was a troll thing happening because it said (laughs) super off peak. And I was like, what do you mean super off peak? Got it. Cool. But so they, it would have been the most expensive tickets basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which means that he would have not had a whole lot of money left over when he hit. London.
0: If it was a 90 pound ticket, then he'd yeah. have 110, 110 pound pounds left.
2: Which doesn't go far in London. Not
0: it's really, funny. no. Yeah.
2: And uh, one last thing in the weirdness category, worth a quick mention, is that I've read vague things that suggest Andrew might have had family living in London Maybe a grandmother, maybe someone else. The family has made vague mention of some family. The the you know actual close family has made some vague mention of maybe some family that lives in London, but never explicitly said anything.
1: Why haven't they said anything? That's
2: a good question. Yeah. Yeah. One would assume that they have ruled out their involvement at all. So they just don't think it's worth dragging these people in to the whole mess. But I don't know. It's um, a good question and one that I don't really have a good answer for. So, yeah. Meantime,
1: you... yeah. Andrew's still gone. Yeah. Andrew, if you're gone. listening, give us a call.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's that phone number again,
2: Joe?
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, send us an email. Yeah.
2: Send us an email. Yeah. Uh, you want to get into theories?
1: I think mm. we should. Okay. Well, let's do.
2: So, to start off with the theories, along with the seamless timeline of Andrew getting to London, everyone agrees that... Andrew went willingly or semi-willingly to London. No, oh, yeah, there was
0: he didn't look like he was under duress there's at all. No,
2: yeah, and there's no sense of that being suspicious at all. The reasons why he went to London may, may be suspicious, but that seems to be a thing that everyone agrees on. I mentioned that Andrew was into metal, right?
1: Yeah, he
0: did. Yeah. That, is, that is again one of those things Heavy metal. in the, the broiler plate. Yeah. yeah,
2: his parents describe him as goth. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't consider, from what I've seen, I wouldn't consider him goth. I would just consider him to be a fan of heavy metal. But to me, his parents were super Christian, so they may be a little confused. Okay. Uh, I mean, he seemed like a metalhead to me, not.
0: A yeah, goth. I would agree with that.
2: Yeah.
1: So I've only seen like one or two pictures. Well, a couple of pictures of him, and he, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like a goth to no, me.
2: Yeah, not to me either. But hey, there you go. We can't discriminate against goths.
1: No,
0: <laughs> it's
2: true. Yeah, I, as I understand it, the metal slash goth community in London is pretty close knit. So I've seen a lot of stuff online with people saying that um, you could probably ask pretty much anyone in that community if they had ever heard of a youngish boy trying to join that community. But again, I don't think that's, I don't think that's probably the case. I think that's probably an over exaggeration of how close knit any group of people are and we actually um looked into a lot of the bands that were playing we did our research oh my gosh (laughs) surprise um
0: yeah talk about boring clicking through the show listings i
2: know for real even on the Wayback machine it was like oh these websites didn't exist okay fine gotta go back all the way fine actually some of this uh came from the suggestion of one of our listeners named anthony so, um, I want to thank him for his help in this matter. There's this band that's called Sicketh. sixth, sixth.
1: I think it's Sickth. Sixth. Sixth. sixth, sixth.
2: It's not sixth. It's sixth.
1: We all like sound so form. dumb right now. Yeah. Like
2: sick. how you. Yeah, it's S I K, capital T H. Yeah,
1: let's call them Sick.
2: I'm going to call them Sickth. Yeah. They are a progressive metal rock band that's often called a math core group. And mathcore is a particular kind of hardcore metal that is also uh, part of the math rock genre. Both mathcore math core and math rock. I'm having a hard time with my THs right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't
1: even know there was such a thing as math rock. Yeah,
2: they they mm. make use of um, unusual time signatures in their song composition. I have, I have a pretty cool quote here. Uh, one critic I'm going to quote, uh, <laughs> describes this style of music as quote, dynamic, violent, discordant, technical, brutal, off kilter, no rules mixture of hardcore metal, prog, math, rock, grind and jazz unquote.
0: Well, so take all music, throw it in a blender uh-huh. and that's it.
2: And turn it on with a fork.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I'm confused. That's
2: um, I actually, I listened to some of Sixth's music, Sixth's. <laughs> I can't say it. I tried to music and I did not care for it. Maybe cause I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
0: definitely it's uh, a very distinct style of music but is. I've never been a real metal fan well,
2: I think I probably would have liked it when I was a teenager I uh, you know again my part of it is maybe because like my head hurts really bad so I <laughs> grindy loud music is maybe not the best in my brain right now but I definitely can see the appeal of it particularly to somebody who was into metal and then I don't know I'm not into math like at all. So I don't know if that's a thing that factors into people who like math core or math rock. If that, if, if having an understanding of math gives you a heightened appreciation for that music, I don't know.
0: I've never had a math or musical aptitude. So I I can't say, Mm. and
2: I, I don't know. I I think that, yeah, I don't know either way, but it's, it's an interesting extra facet to this. I'll I'll listen
1: to it. I've I've got pretty good math aptitude actually. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'll listen to it and see.
2: Anyway, uh, 6th is from Warford. Watford. Watford, Watford. Thank you. Watford. In Hertfordshire. Is
1: that that pronounced Hertfordshire? Hertfordshire. They formed in
2: 1999. In May of 2007, they announced that two of the vocalists would be leaving the group after the conclusion of their summer 2007 tour. And conveniently, the final show of this tour was at the Carling Academy in London. Um, Which is an O2 club. Yeah, it's an O2 club, one of the, like, 20 in London. Um, And it was on, you guessed it, September 14th, 2007. Uh, The Carling Academy is less than a mile from King's Cross Station, which means it would have been a 20-minute or less walk. Uh, So pretty walkable, really. Uh, The tickets for this venue range, but it's it's pretty cheap, actually uh it's the even budget, now
0: 02 location. yeah
2: even now tickets for a similar sixth show because they actually reunited in 2013 so they had a show there in 2014 and it and the tickets for that were less than 20 pounds so even and then you know I looked at a lot of the other ones and it seems like there wasn't a single ticket that went for more than 20 pounds there even with the service charge and charge and all of that stuff so i i'm willing to say that it was they were cheap it was really cheap so he would have certainly had money for this ticket if If some were available.
0: And then a bunch of money left over for beer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
2: As a 12-year-old, 14-year-old boy who looks like he's 12. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally going to work out.
2: Uh, So, and actually, that's the thing that I run into the most here is that concert venues like this typically have age restrictions on them. So, you know, maybe it's an 18 and over, maybe it's 21 and over, or maybe it's an all ages, but they certainly don't admit all ages, just no matter what. It's all ages with an adult
0: 8 is the the youngest that can go into that venue but they have to have and it's from i think it was 8 to 14 has to be, uh, has to have huh. a, a uh, an adult with them.
2: Interesting, because
0: I looked up their policies yeah. on it. So he couldn't have just gotten in by showing up with twenty pound at right. the door. Yeah, oh, but...
2: well, particularly because like so, the, and then there are, there are other extra age restrictions on certain shows. So every show I've ever seen, because I looked at a lot of different venues for six concerts, and it's all eighteen and over or fourteen and over, fourteen to eighteen with an adult
1: but of course he might have actually known an adult in london
2: well so yeah and well we or it could it talk might have just about befriended
1: that. somebody in line could have done yeah, that too sure. yeah uh,
2: so the other thing that i run into here is that this show is actually a rescheduled show i don't know when it was originally scheduled for but they had not originally intended to to play on that night at that venue how far I, in advance was, I don't do know.
0: you know? Okay. I do not know. I never no. saw that. So I, I was, didn't either.
2: Yeah, but I think that's an interesting little thing to throw in there as well. But it is reasonable to assume that anybody at that time would have thought that this was sixth's last show ever. If they so, say
0: they're quitting after that, you yeah. presume that's their last you show. You just assume. Yeah. Even yeah. though musicians always, always say, that's it, I quit. Until next
2: year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, I could see the motivation there if you really like these guys a lot.
2: Yeah. Well, and there there were a number of other concerts that um, have been suggested in London on that night. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not as though the music scene is lacking in London. All of the other... I I would say that this concert in particular is the best option if he was going to a concert. All the other ones that I saw were like... Alt rock that were also twenty minute car ride away from King's Cross Station, or but bear in mind he
0: wasn't completely and wholly dedicated to metal. I mean, his dad talks about the fact that he took him to a Muse concert not Muse too long. Muse is pretty before metal. I, Mu- I don't consider Muse that metal at all. Really? Yeah, they're they're they... very tame compared to like Slipknot, Slipknot and some of those guys. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say that he was. Only into the hardcore stuff. He was a boy who liked what he liked.
2: Yeah, but I also guess I wouldn't... I would say that Muse is solidly like a rock band. Yeah, I would call it a rock band,
0: not a metal band. Yeah,
2: but there's also... Most of the other stuff that was found was like alternative rock, which is like adult soft rock it's not you know like (laughs) cold play cold play is is alternative rock right so that's not that didn't seem like it was his scene as much and they were much harder to get to this i listened to this music it seemed like it was totally the kind of music that he was into he thought it was their last show it was really really convenient from king's cross because that's the other thing too right is that maybe like there are train stations that are closer to the other venues that he could have gotten tickets to he could have stayed on the train longer to get off more conveniently, whereas this one, King's Cross, was the most convenient station. To that particular venue. To that venue. particular venue, yeah. Although he also had hours. Yeah, he had a day a, to kill. Like half a day, yeah. Because the show, got, it
0: was an evening show. Yeah,
2: he, it wasn't until seven or something like that. Mm. Maybe even nine. I don't have the actual time, but that's when those shows usually start. Which is
0: what boggles me when it comes to the he was going to a show theory. I because obviously he he traveled at what was it super high peak time okay well if you know the show's not going to be until seven o'clock at night and you it's an catch hour a train yeah 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 I go dink around in town for a couple of hours
1: well you might have had well, something to do in London before seeing that. that's van. true
2: he also I don't know if I don't know what his parents' jobs entailed or his sister for instance or if he thought you know if you're a kid who has literally never bunked off school right. You don't know. Your first day skipping class, you're going to think, I am going to get caught. You don't know. You might run into your parents. You might run into your parents' friends. You might run into another kid who's going to tell. So, it would make sense to me that he would be trying to get out of town as fast as possible because it's way less likely that somebody in London is going to say, Oh, hey, aren't you supposed to be in school? So, okay. I Kevin's can remember the first caught. time yeah. I, I mean, I, I remember the first time I skipped school and I was terrified. I really thought I was going to get caught. And then, you know, it gets easier as you do it more and then you just keep <laughs> doing it more and more and more. Not that we're advocating no, 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 skipping don't school. school. Yeah, Please no, no. stay, in, stay school. in school. Stay in school. But, it's a
1: good idea. Don't get pregnant. But, so, either. That,
2: that would make sense to me is that. Maybe he, because he kind of seemed like the kind of kid who might have been a little nervous about something like that. Yeah. Um, so th- I guess that would be a reason why he would try to leave as early as possible.
1: Yeah. I think that the, the thing I like about this theory is that it explains a lot. I think what happened yeah. is uh, he he was befriended by the band. He went back to their room later and partied, and they were doing huge lines of blow. And, then uh-huh. his, and he'd never done that before, and his heart gave out, and mm-hmm. so the band hid the body. Yeah. And that then makes they sense. probably wrote a song about it. If you listen yeah. to their songs, there's probably one song there that's uh-huh. got some coded messages about how they disposed of the body.
2: Probably.
1: Yeah, okay, I'm just. And kidding. that's yeah. Joe's Scooby Doo theory. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: So it's possible that Andrew was on a chat and met somebody online. It's possible that he was a part of a forum that was a fan club for sixth or some other band or just you know m- metal enthusiasts in general and it, you know maybe he planned a meeting from there maybe he met some guys online or some people online and they said yeah man this show's happening i got tickets for you you want to come meet me in london and he was like yeah absolutely i'll come meet you guys in london even though that's like super nerve-wracking and totally out of character i'm gonna come meet you guys so he came early he met them they all went to the concert venue together. Maybe it turns out that the people he was supposed to meet or the person he was supposed to meet were actually not who how they represented themselves, which is but in a different theory. But, you know, it would also explain why he didn't buy a return ticket in that there, the two questions for me on the return ticket are the 50 pence ticket. Was it open ended or did you have to pick a time? Right? Same day. Right, but did you have to pick a time? Because they it, have they have both of those as return options. Oh, okay, option.
0: so if you if you get the um, super peak, is uh-huh. that what it is? Mm-hmm. Super peak is not, and you get your return ticket. The return ticket is fifty p. If it's not an open ended time,
2: right? It's so, much more
0: expensive when you just say, "I'm going to get on a train," and it, they're they're that same day,
2: right? And so that. To me, makes me think that he didn't really know when he was going to be coming home, which would corroborate going to a concert. You don't know.
0: Last train left London at 1130.
2: Yeah. 1135. Yeah. So, but you don't, maybe you don't really know when you're going to want to go home. Or maybe since you're meeting some friends there, maybe they say, oh yeah, and my, my friend can... He's got a car, so he can. He's going to be headed your way, so he'll drive you back your way. And so you think, why? Why waste crazy amount of money for the later ticket, or mm. you know, maybe the fifty pence one was? Yeah, if you return at five o'clock. It's 50 pence, and he was like, well, the concert wouldn't have even started by then. So to me, that helps to corroborate that story a little bit Mm -hmm. as an idea. That specific, that really just addresses why he would have gone to London. It doesn't really address why he never came back from London. But I think it's a strong possibility of why he went to London. I I can (laughs) see the, (laughs) I was going to
0: get a ride from somebody, but it's such a long drive. Yeah. It's just, I mean, if, if he left late enough that he couldn't catch the last train.
2: Well, but he, it's possible that he could have, but I'm just, that's what I'm saying is that, so he would have had to have buy an open ended ticket mm-hmm. as a return ticket, right. which would have been really, really expensive, probably more expensive than just going and buying the ticket when you're trying to return. Cause then it's an at time ticket. And then that the, or that the 50 pence return ticket was for a specific time that wasn't the time that he wanted to return. The 50
0: P was, but it would, but it it could have
2: been that that didn't apply to the 1130 train. It only applied to the five o'clock train. So it would have been way more expensive anyway to get that later train.
0: No, I can see how it could have been, you know, another, it could have taken the other half of his money. So that
2: helps to explain why he would have not gotten that return ticket as well. Because it may have just been cheaper in the the end to walk up to the kiosk and say, okay, I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. Instead of buying it, pre-buying it. Ah. So I guess we should talk about maybe why he didn't come back.
1: Ah, I have some ideas along those lines.
2: Yeah, I do too. One of the theories is that he was lured to London by a stranger.
1: Yeah, he met a perv online.
2: Yeah. It's possible that while Andrew seemed to have been a smart kid, at least at math, he could have just been pretty naive, like most 14-year-olds are. I would
0: believe that.
2: Um, Especially in 2007, you don't necessarily think... I mean, it, it was still a thing. Like, there were bad people online, but that wasn't a thing that you really thought about as much. I didn't. And I was much older. I am I am much older than Andrew. And, you know, even in 2007, I wasn't necessarily thinking, oh, there are bad people online and I don't want to meet them, you know. So that's part of it. Although I never, like, met anybody that I met online in real life because I'm not dumb. But yeah. he was so Even 14. as an adult
0: at that time, I didn't believe anything that people said online. Right. Because you was smart. Oh,
2: oh, yeah. You knew it was bull. Right. But when you're 14, it doesn't seem as bull True True. Um, oh, no, and
1: it might you know, it might be too that uh you know, Andrew was smart enough to like, you know, want to meet this guy at a, in, in a public place or maybe he didn't even know it was a guy, maybe he thought it was a woman or yeah. a girl, you know. Yeah.
0: Gender and, bending. somebody's portraying themselves uh-huh. as oh, one that sex happened. and it's actually the other. That's, it still yeah, happens. That's super yeah. common. Yeah, yeah it and, then,
1: and then and it gets uh, the appointed place. And there's no girl. There's some guy. Mm-hmm. He says, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm her, I'm her older brother. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed take to take you. you to meet her." Yeah, you know, and then yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So I would I would classify this as the predator theory. That some online predator of some kind misrepresented who they were and lured him to London for any reason. It could have been to come to a concert. It could have been just, hey, come visit me in London. Or, you know, people think, oh, he wanted a new life. So maybe somebody said, okay, I can help you with a new life. The one... That- I don't think... I we'll talk about new life in a minute, yeah,
0: well, I, what I was going to say is this whole so i I kept trying to figure out how he could have been if somebody did indeed lure him away. okay, well, they looked at the computer and there was nothing on there. I know that you you know you you kind of believe that he may have been able to private browse but or but it would be it.
2: possible, but I also don 't think it would have it's likely
0: but you know what but you know what i really wonder about because i've never heard any mention of it being looked into you know he had an xbox at home right
2: they do talk Mm. about the xbox live chatting
0: and I wonder if he was talking to somebody because Xbox Live now has the actual text chat function, uh-huh. but that didn't come into effect till 2008. So it would have all been voice. But I just wonder if anybody looked at what games was he playing. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you tell us who was in the game at that time? Because he could have had an extend, built an extended relationship with somebody.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In that yeah.
0: in that world. Absolutely. And got talked to you that way, yeah. and then got. The same is
2: true for like, if he, I don't know if he was like a wow kid, like a world of Warcraft kid. I don't know if he liked online games like that, but those all existed too. And you chat with people at that point as well. Yep. And that's not necessarily logged. Yeah. So I think that's a really good suggestion as well. Although I don't, I just think that it's probably not possible to look up that information. Oh, it's way too late now. Well, I mean, I think even at the time it probably wouldn't have been possible just because of the huge volume of people that...
0: Ah, uh, you know what? Big data loves data. I bet you that Microsoft is logging the crap out of that stuff and probably had the records for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, I would say let's just, you know, they would have had it for months, if not years. Mm-hmm. But it could have been pulled. I bet that, you if somebody maybe, yeah. said, I have went to, gone to the judge and I have this order that says, Microsoft, give me this data. Microsoft would went... <laughs> here it is, similarly
2: similarly, one would assume that you know the cctv would have been able to be pulled, but hey,
1: yeah, I know, I think yeah, it might very well be that uh his parents and the police you know didn't really you know weren't weren't involved in that sort of stuff, and no didn't realize no, it's what a what game it's a yeah. video game, but... yeah
0: <laughs> what yeah You're just playing the Nintendo thingy
1: yeah exactly. But yeah, so that's one way you could have like you know like been lured to London by a perv, yep. you know, and yeah. it's just a question of you know, the theories are is um, what happened to him afterwards. You know, of course everybody everybody mm-hmm. thinks that well he was uh, the perv did his pervy stuff and then murdered him. Although I, I, my for alternative theories, I, I, I would say that maybe he's just locked in a basement somewhere, and maybe we'll, maybe he'll be discovered alive someday. Although I kind of doubt I it.
2: I hate to say that that is like one of the most optimistic theories.
1: It is. It is that Andrew idea. is currently is.
2: locked in a basement. And somewhere. weirdly, it
0: happens, and then these people, sometimes people yeah. escape, and yeah. we'll find out about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was the women in L.A. Is that the one yeah. last year, the year before?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I mean,
0: it happens. It's. Not so, but it does yeah, happen.
1: Yeah, and he'll have uh, when well, he does escape, if he does, he'll have a really inter- really interesting story to tell, I'm sure. Uh, but and th- another possibility that occurred to me, again, this is outlandish, but possible, <laughs> is he met, he meets this guy. Uh, they, they 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 go for they go to Starbucks for a cup of coffee. The guy roofies him. And not to have sex with them, but just to just to like smuggle them out of the country and sell them into slavery. Yeah. So that's another very optimistic possible. theory. Possible. Uh, possible. Not London like London's a port it. town. And one of the questions I have for this is, uh, and I asked you already about this, and but I don't I don't know if the police, when they uh, are looking at missing children and looking for them, if they check the child pornography sites and stuff like that. I don't want that job. No, I, I wouldn't know. either. Well, no, what I was thinking. But you of,
2: kind of hope somebody is checking them, right? Well,
1: it would seem like the thing to do at least send pictures of these missing kids to the sites and just say, "Hey, you know, um, would you post these pictures and tell your users if they see any any porn with these <laughs> I, children in it?" You know? I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if they get cooperation. I don't, any I don't cooperation. think
0: there's that much oversight in the, the, yeah. the those kind of yeah, yeah. Those kind of websites. I don't because think so either. They, if the police know who runs it to send that information to them, they're busting them. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's, that's,
1: that's true. That's, that's kind of the, uh, the the obvious thing there. Yeah. yeah, but they could still crowdsource it. They could say, "Hey, pervs, uh, any yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pervs out there? Would you way, keep an yeah. eye out for this stuff and let us know You're anonymously?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: just as a point of interest, I guess. They did search the, the Thames? Thames. Thames. Thank you. I can't say that word because it's not spelled the right way. I know. They must uh, everything over yeah, there. Yeah, they really do. They they did We're search the river. So angry
0: letters. Thank yeah.
1: you.
2: You're welcome. We're just kidding. They did search the river and they didn't ever find any remains of Andrew, so he's probably um, not
1: there. Probably not, but yeah. there's lots of other places to put a body.
2: Yeah. Next theory is that um, Andrew wanted to start a new life. <sighs> Now, why would Andrew, 14-year-old, relatively seeming relatively happy, want to start a new life?
1: Well, you know, one theory um, that I, I was thinking about is I have no idea. I was, and I was wondering if maybe he was gay. Yeah. I didn't feel like his parents would understand. Yeah.
2: You
0: know? His parents I, were, they are strongly religious. So, I Well, I was just,
1: that... yeah.
2: you know, my, I, I think he probably wouldn't have a reason to want to run away and start a new life. But as, as we stated, his parents were very heavily Christian. And, you know, they described him as goth.
0: That so, doesn't mean that they were going to be intolerant no, of his life choices. No, it certainly doesn't. I don't want to, I don't want to come across as
2: no, saying no, no, that. Yeah, no. exactly.
1: I think that it sounds to me like his parents were kind of tolerant. Like, they you know.
2: sound like they do seem to be genuine. They do seem to really genuinely love and miss him on the website that they run. They run a website and they have a letter to him and it's, you know, very moving. But, you know, I, I, I don't know if I really want to say this or not, but as cynical as it sounds, it's easy to say things like that to your kid after they're gone. And I, and that isn't to make a presumption that they weren't loving and open and caring, but it is to say that as a teenager, it's very often easy to interpret what your parents are saying and doing as intolerant, or even if they aren't intolerant, just to assume, you know, if your parents are constantly saying, Oh, you know, I can't believe that this person is gay. I, I don't know how to deal with that. You're going to say, Oh my God, I could never be gay. Regardless of the fact of if you came out to them and they would actually say, Oh my gosh, we love you so much. Of course, you know, we'll accept you. Uh, and again, I, this is not to... I've never seen anything that has said that his parents were intolerant in any way. Ah. But I also know that most of the information we have comes from his parents. Mm, um, and that. again, you know, I I just... I hesitate to say that it's easy because that sounds really horrible and cynical and awful. And I understand that. And please don't write me letters because I already know how horrible and awful and cynical it sounds. But I just want to point out that it's... very
0: curated information.
2: It is very curated information. And it is... It is... That's when you say those things is, oh, my gosh, we never meant to hurt you. Come back. Yeah. but, Um, uh... But again, I... That's no, not no, no, to disparage no. the family, because as far as I can tell, they are a wonderful, yeah, loving... There's very... no indication that what no. we're guessing about Mm-mm. is even real. No, no, no. no. We're they running, seem we're like, running like
0: they
1: are very, very really, genuine
2: uh, and amazing, and really just had something horrible happen in their family. And I don't want to cause them any extra pain, but I also do want to mention that.
1: Uh, on the other hand, about the gay running away because he's gay thing, what I would argue against that is he's only 14. He doesn't really... Uh, and, and one place I heard he was actually 13 and his birthday was coming up. Oh, no, wait, hang on. I'm getting my Unsolved Mysteries mixed up. You are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you are. That's,
1: that's the murder in India. Yeah. In India. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, but he was 14. He didn't really need to decide the whole gay thing. I mean, he may have known, totally known he was gay, if he was gay, but you know, he could wait till he was 18 and then go off to college and.
2: I don't know. It's self-denial. I mean, that's, that seems like a thing. I mean, like a lot, I know a lot of gay people who say like, I, I've known my whole life and, like have, you know, been actively gay for Mm -hmm. as long as they've been alive, basically. Yeah. So, you know, again, that's kind of like asking somebody to repress part of themselves just to stay in their house, which I guess some people do, but some people don't want to do. Yeah. But again, it's it's hard to tell with him. The, another fact you'll see um, that's thrown around is, I guess, mildly interesting. I don't know how valid it is, but we're going to just throw it out there anyway. It's reported that Andrew's favorite TV show was The Fall and Rise of Ren- Reginald Perrin, which is a series. It's a TV series that follows a middle-aged man who fakes his own death to start a new life. Um, but I've read a lot of synopses of this series, and I actually don't think it pertains to this case like at all. Do
0: you know when, when does this show come
2: out? Well, the show originally aired in like the 70s. 1976
0: then... to 79 is when mm-hmm. it ran.
2: But then it was released on DVD actually like in 2006.
0: But that is so weird for his favorite TV show that he identifies with to be this random TV show from... 30 years prior suddenly re-released.
2: That happens to be about somebody who fakes their own death and goes to start a new life. Yeah, it is weird. It's weird. I don't know. I mean, maybe his dad liked it, you know. I think
0: that I think that's where this comes from is he and his dad sat around sat and, watched and watched it, it and he said, "This is great, son." And he said, "Yeah, dad, I really like it. This is my favorite." Yeah. Whether he was honestly saying that or looking at his dad rolling his eyes going uh, it's my favorite. Now, yeah,
1: here's the here's the, the thing about running away to start a new life: is that pretty quick. You're 14. Uh, I don't I don't even know what the labor laws are like in Britain. What if he goes to London to try to get a job and he can't because he's, oh, too, no. young? he's, he's too young? He's too young. Yeah, and so you know, pretty soon you're going to run out of money, and there's going to be you're going to be calling your folks and say, "Hey, can you come to London and get me?" Yeah, you know, how do you... well, yeah. That's, yeah. that's why, it why there's this times. vague yeah.
2: mention of him. Somebody said, oh, yeah, his grandma, I don't know where this information came from, so I don't know if, I mean, I think it's probably totally made up, but somebody said, oh, yeah, his grandma lived in London, and he ran away to live with her, or he went to visit her, and she was ill, or I don't know why that gets brought up, because it's just in forums, and I don't know where people are getting that information from, but people are getting it from somewhere. Uh, it's also suggested that, Uh, You know, maybe his parents just didn't know he was being bullied, so he ran away to start a new life because he was being bullied, which is dumb. Um, (laughs) And then, you know, some other people said, well, he was really bored at school, so he didn't want to go to school anymore, so he ran away to start a new life because he didn't want to go to school. But I think that's silly because if you're smart enough to to be bored in school, you say to your parents, I'm bored in school, bump me up a grade. You don't say, oh, I'm bored in school, so I think I better... Go start a new life so I can prove to everyone that I'm smarter than them. And, and then- this is where this this part of not knowing anything about him comes becomes very frustrating to me because I don't know anything about his demeanor. I don't know. I wish I knew like, did was he have he an creative ego enough
0: to come up with that? Well,
2: not even was he creative enough to come up with that? Like, did he just think he was smarter than everyone else? Did he think he could pull the wool over everyone's eyes or did, was he just, you know, a normal smart teenager who was kind of bored or was he just rebellious or, you know, I don't know anything about him other than that boilerplate of information. And I just, that's so frustrating to me because I, I feel like I could more solidly throw my weight behind one of these theories if I understood mm-hmm. more about him. Yeah, but there's I'd, nothing I about would him. agree
0: with that entirely.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think that uh, if he was bored at school and he went away to start a new life, he probably would have very shortly found himself really bored at his new job at Starbucks or yeah. wherever he was working. Yeah. And gone home.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Or at least contacted his parents at some point because yeah. they're, you know. Every every time they do anything, they say, "Oh, and Andrew, if you're hearing this, we love you. Just just let us know you're okay. You don't even have to come home." Oh, they do, and they do a ton. They of They do it stuff. a lot. They really do. They yeah. are they are still very actively looking. They're for very them. committed to. They are, yeah. The search, yeah. They really are.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope they get him back someday.
2: Yeah. So I I guess for me, my strongest theory would be that he went to. Uh, London for a concert and an accident happened something happened like he met some friends or met some people he had met online and something happened and and he died and they tried to cover it up and the only reason that I say that is because it's the added little bit that in 2008 in November of 2008 um a guy showed up at a police station and said he had information about Andrew and the person who was there said, Oh, we're not open yet, come back.
1: Now I I heard that one too and I And he never came it, back. Excuse me, when is it when is a police station not open?
2: Well apparently this one wasn't. Really? I
0: everything they roll up the sidewalks in Britain at yeah. eight o'clock at night. I kid mm-hmm. you not. Yeah. It's amazing. We're so we're very spoiled in this country. I mean I think things certain precincts are, open things
2: are probably yeah. open. Like there are probably always police on duty, but that doesn't mean that every single office is open at all times. Well
1: that's true. Maybe they're the people at the counter there that are there to take your mm-hmm. information. Now, I heard another version of this was that he showed up saying he had information. And then by the time they found some policeman to come down and, and talk to him that he would he would left. Uh huh. That's another version of this I heard. Yeah,
2: similar, very similar versions.
1: But he could have been a crank.
2: Yeah, he could have been a crank, but also uh, he could have been somebody who knew something and felt guilty and was coming forward and then lost his nerve because he thought, "Oh, I'm gonna get blamed for this." But again, uh, that's all. That's uh, that's the likeliest thing I can come up with because there's just no information about this thing.
1: Mm, I don't know. Do you guys
2: have anything else you want to add?
1: I what I would just say is that um, uh, if you uh, are the you know, I suspect my strongest belief is that he did meet a perv online. And the perv, you know, you know, did his thing and then murdered him. And so if you happen to be one of our listeners and you're that perv...
0: Stop listening now, please. No, yeah, no. Please no, actually, never, no, actually, ever no, actually,
1: listen. No, actually, you can... Yeah, don't listen anymore after this episode, but... <laughs> Send us an email. I mean you can do it in obviously Get a trash mail account and send us an email and let us know what happened.
2: Yeah. And just, I don't just really so want we could just so
1: we I... can tell his parents and they could have a little closure. Okay?
2: Or just tell his parents.
1: Or yeah, send send the parents an yeah. email. Don't, yeah, do that. Don't don't, let don't, us don't us know. involve us. That's, we a, don't good, that's a good that's a good plan actually, now that I think about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See? I personally think that he, he used his remaining money, he bought another ticket, he, he rode through the channel, he went to France, and he's now working at Euro Disney. That, oh, you know, they one. probably
2: would have hired him, actually. They
0: would have hired him. Yeah. He could have been one of the munchkins yeah. in a number of the rides as a 14-year-old boy. And that is the happiest ending that I could come up with for this freaking story. That's
2: a good ending. So I'm sticking yeah. to that. Although the channel tickets are really expensive. I bet they are. They are really, really expensive. I don't care. I mean, he, okay. he,
0: he he works at Euro Disney, and he is okay. fulfilled and happy, okay. and he has lots of little mice around him. All right. Mm.
2: So he's basically just Cinderella, but yeah. a
1: yes. boy. <laughs> right. so I'm, I'm I I am pro. What's that? What do you think? Is it you're thinking that too?
2: Yes, now I'm thinking that too.
1: I, I don't. I don't think that's it. I, I think the the best case scenario is he's he's chained up in a basement somewhere. and He's going to escape <laughs> next week or something.
2: You so don't and... think Disney is
1: the best? We- the well, scenario? that's yeah, but then, yeah, so, that's, come yeah, on. that's the best real Disney. world one. Okay, all right, just the fine. Best Disney theory. Yeah, Disney. Yeah. Disney. Oh, maybe he just he just wants to live on a farm somewhere.
2: Like Lassie. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: Probably. God. Yeah. Well, if you have theories about this about this or any other story or story suggestions, or you want to tell us stuff about things or whatever, you can do that in the comments section of our website, which is thinking sideways Leave a comment on the on the actual episode, not in like the, about the show or anything. Cause that's really hard to figure out what you're talking about. Sometimes if it's just there, yeah, it's
0: really hard to figure out where I have to move them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, there's also links to some of our research and past episodes there as well. Uh, you're probably listening to us on iTunes. If you are, give us a comment and a rating and subscribe. If you haven't already, yep. you might be streaming us. If there's a way to comment and rate, do that too, Please. You can find us on social media. We're on Facebook. We have the group and the page. so you can like us and find the group. If you want part of the discussion, you should join the group. If you just want to show your support, you can like the page or just do both. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We're thinking sideways, Reddit. we're thinking side it's it's our thinking sideways. You can email us if you have any of the things that I mentioned before like story suggestions or expert or feedback. Uh, that email address is thinkingsidewayspodcast sideways podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you are welcome to do that. You can buy some merch. There's links to that on our website. You can donate via PayPal. Also a link on the website, or you can become a sustaining supporter on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash thinking sideways. Uh, no obligation, cool. but we do love that support.
1: Yeah, thanks for absolutely. Yeah, Thank that's you. a lot of people have done that, and it's great. Yeah, and if you haven't really done right. that, that's fine. Don't feel guilty. I yeah. read, I read tons of websites, and I don't hit, the, I don't hit the tip jar. So is
2: literally the thing that Joe says every week. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yep. I know. Yeah. Uh, all of that having been said, I think we're gonna get out of here.
1: I guess so. Another mystery solved. Talk to you soon, guys. Bye. We got a train to catch. <laughs>